0: This is the Ask a Photographer podcast, answering your photography-related questions about general photography, workflow, editing, business, and marketing. To submit a question, go to beblino.com forward slash ask. Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. My name is Mike, and I'm from beblino.com, and today's question comes from Joy. And Joy is asking about wedding photography and bridezillas, and she says, I've been researching wedding photography for a while now. I've second shot with friends who have said I have the personality for wedding photography. It would be a dream of mine if I could shoot weddings, even if it was part-time. One thing that is stopping me, though, is the fear of having to deal with a bridezilla. How do you deal with bridezillas in your business? Hey Joy, thanks for your question. And... How do I do with the deals of my business? I run. I run the opposite direction. (laughs) No, seriously, it's one of those things that um, sometimes can't be avoided. And, you know, when your question came in, I actually had a bit of a chuckle because I was actually in the same position as you uh, a few years back, uh, about five years ago. I had this mindset that every single person I was going to meet was going to be difficult, partly due to the photographers I was speaking to and asking them uh, had they had done any wedding photography and what did they think of it. And the first thing they came up was, oh, yeah, it was really difficult dealing with the bride. They wanted everything. And, you know, I guess reality TV doesn't help either. You know, it makes, makes the, the the regular wedding drama and, you know, it's just full of drama. That everything's going to go wrong. And yes, stuff d- does happen. You know, I haven't been in a position where I've seen a bride go ballistic at at the most smallest thing because you know um i don't know the flowers were rearranged or or incorrectly or the 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 wrong one or they're too small or i don't know i mean you know (laughs) i i just haven't really come across anybody that um full-on and bridezilla basically is someone that's it's basically someone whose behaviours seem to be really demanding and, and unreasonable when they're planning their wedding. So I think a lot of the times you're not really gonna get to see uh the stress uh of what goes into uh the bride and groom planning their wedding. And and let's be honest, right? They're spending a lot of money for one day and, you know, I think they should be allowed to have things, well, they should have things perfect. If they order for something, they 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 um they should get it. And I, I think that out of all the vendors, the wedding photographer is one of the most important. I know we always say that about ourselves, but, you know, our photos, or well, their photos are going to be with them for the rest of their lives. And that's why it's important to make um, albums for them and not just give them digital files or even prints you know, wall prints, you know, but that aside, um, I think get the negativity out of your head and just do it. Do what you believe is, is right for you because wedding photography as a genre is really, really special. You know, you get, you're, you're witnessing something that, uh, uh is a once in a lifetime, uh, experience for two people and you've been, a and you've been, um, Asked to photograph, and that's pretty special. And a lot of people that are actually witnessing it along with you, some of them haven't even been to weddings before, so it's also a first time for them too, believe it or not. So don't worry about uh, the negativity of of the whole thing, and just do what uh, you feel is right for yourself and makes you happy. Now, you can't always tell if someone's going to be difficult, but there are some things you can have in place that um, will make your job Um, a little bit easier, and if something does come up, you'll be protecting yourself. So the first thing would be when you're doing the client meetings, and you've got to be honest with them. You can't promise them the world if you can only promise half of what you can offer them. For instance, if they're wanting photos that are highly posed, and they want the end results of the photos to be like fine art pieces that are perfectly edited and and you know they're they're um ready as if they're going to be placed onto a wall in in a beautiful big frame well if you don't if you don't provide that or if your wedding photography style is photojournalistic and it's not um highly posed and and you know it's completely opposite you've got to be honest with them tell them that you're not the right photographer with them and and ask them to, to find someone else or at least assist them to find someone else if you've got friends in, in, the, in the industry that meets their um, criteria. Now, the other thing is having a contract that is very, very sound and it protects you as well as them. And having it done by a professional is paramount. You've got to do that. Don't, don't skimp on it. I know that when you're starting out, you don't want to be spending money in places like this, but you have to. You've got to cover your butt. And, you know, you've, there's clauses in there that you could put that will help you get the photos that you need, but also if you don't get the photos. And what I mean by that is uh, there, there, I have a clause in, in my contract that uh, that says that uh, I can't be held responsible um, if the owner of the establishment or, or the licensee of the establishment is not allowing me to perform my duties as a photographer. And what I mean by that is... If their lighting is really, really low and dim, and I've asked them to raise the lights a little bit because my cameras are finding it hard to focus, and they won't, and then I just have to make do. I'll get the photos that I can, and if and I'm not held liable for any that I can't. And are things like, you know, malfunction, you know, we all look after our equipment. And we all should be. but you know um, having claws like that, that um, things are out of your control, but once again, as a professional, you need to have backup equipment. Other things, um I've actually been asked to go to the back of the church because the 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 parish, uh, the, sorry the priest, um, has had experiences where during the vows photographers photographers like to get really really close and wreck the mood as as she put it and um, and I agreed with that and that's fine but I had the necessary equipment had the experience to be able to take photos within that means um, I let the uh, groom know before we started that's what the um, the priest's um, uh, wishes were and he said yep not a problem so you've got to let people know on the day and also you've you've you have these clauses in your contract um, to um, to cover your butt as well. Now make sure that there is a timeline filled out too because the timelines are very, very important. It lets you know where you should be and also if they if the timeline becomes too compact and, and to a point where you can't do your job, you've got to let them know. and they've got to understand that uh, with the limited time that you can only perform so much. You know I've had cases where generally where you would normally take, One hour to do a particular thing and it may be the bridal portraits or it could be uh, the getting ready stage. But of course, they want that done in like half an hour, even 15 minutes. You know, you've got to make do and you've got to prepare yourself for that. You know, knowing the, the location and, you know, not not saying, hey, I can't do it, but giving them choices. You know, I've had experiences where the driving to a location took longer than the actual photos. It's just how it was what the bride wanted tried to give it to her but um the the, the photos we only got so much but thinking a little bit out, out of the square uh what I did do was as we walk into the location as we got out of the limousine and we were taking photos and candid photos of them and stopped them along the way by the time we got to the um the landmark that you want to be photographed in and then took photos and then we walked back and took further photos and and you know of course I took the group photos and, and individual photos but You know, I was given 15, 20 minutes, but, you know, it took us um, uh, 35 minutes to get there and back. (laughs) So anyway, um, but, you know, that's just how it is. Now, the other thing is to offer advice Um, as a professional and someone that's experienced it, because don't forget, people are getting married for the first time, majority of the time, and they will ask you for for a a solution to something, and that's fine. Um, you need to give them the pros and cons so they can make the choice. And it's very important that um, if you are saying these things over the phone, make sure it's in email. Once again, covering your own your own butt, but also giving them a, a little a nudges. Hey, this is what we spoke about. But also for you too. You know, you may speak to a lot of people. It's definitely many many months in between what's going on. So you know, having um, that in writing is not such a bad thing. Now, if things do go wrong, and they will, you know, stuff happens in business, right? You know, I'm not saying the end of the world will happen, but, you know, there are small things that uh, some people may find, um, how should we say, really, really bad for them. But for you, it could be a, a regular occurrence or it could actually just be something quite small that's easily fixed. Now, what I recommend is if someone's writing you an email and they're saying, oh, I don't like any of the photos, or I don't like this, or don't like that, or whatever reason, or something's, something's gone astray, don't respond straight away, read it several times, then leave that email, walk walk away from it, think about what's going on, think about from their point of view, and also, you know, maybe even talk to a colleague if you have, or a friend, somebody that, uh, you know, you, you talk to uh, about your business, and see what they think, but Most importantly, you've got to respond within 24 hours and you've you've got to come back to them with some sort of solution and give them choices. And sometimes you do need to, I guess, lose a little bit of money to make them happy. So if something was damaged in such a way where the printers is not going to pay for it because they shipped it to you and it was fine, but it was when you were, I don't know, taking it somewhere or shipping it to them, it got damaged well, then someone's going to have to eventually pay for it and upfront costs may have to be just you. You know, it, it could also be something that uh, you took too long to get something done or you forgot something and, you know, giving them something for free. It could be a print or it could be a few extra pages in an album just to keep them happy because even though uh, we like reviews and, and people to refer us, I find that um, people talk negatively more about people than positively. If you've had a bad experience, you're going to be very, very willing to tell people about that negative experience. But most of the time, people don't really want to praise people. I don't know why. It's just how it is. If you can make an unhappy customer very, very happy, then definitely you're uh, you're winning. You're also learning something from that experience. And who knows? They could be a raving fan and tell all their friends. So there you go, Joy. I hope those few things that um, you can think about when you start your uh, photography, when you start your wedding photography business, and I will keep you accountable. So if you, I'd like you to send me a link to your website, and uh, it'd be great to to see your progress. So, if you have a question that you'd like featured on the show, go to biblino.com forward slash ask to submit your question. I'd love to hear what you think of the show by going to iTunes or Stitcher and giving me a review and a rating. And don't forget to subscribe so you get notifications of new episodes. Thanks for listening. Until next time, get out and take more photos. Oh, look, it's a cat in front of a sunset.